Welcome to Sports Best Friends Footy Smile Season, a podcast trying to get back into shape and colour. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T, a man once described as having a laugh like an earthquake and I am here recording in the Darren Centre of Excellence studios. I'm also a member and advocate for Men of League Foundation. Fam, if you've been listening for a while, you know I love a rugby league charity. Instead of jumping from charity to charity, which I loved doing last season where we we highlighted different ones, we are now throwing all of our efforts behind the rugby league charity. The Men of League Foundation is the charity of rugby league and its mission is to help people in the community, uh, in the rugby league community. It can be men, women or children, they will help out if something is going wrong through physical support if they need some kind of medication or things like that, or well-being and and check-ins, whatever that community member needs. You can help by, if listening to this, you're like, that sounds great, biggest, let's let's have a crack. You can chuck them one donation or two donations. You just do that through their website. If, like me, you wanted to grab a membership, you can do that annually. They range from 25 bucks up to a thousand if you're looking to do a corporate thing. And they give you the membership things that you would expect, lanyards, etc. Plus, you'll have a much bigger, warmer heart, just like when you give blood or whatever else you probably already do, because I know you're a great person. Here's another way that you can get involved in the rugby league community through menofleague.com. Tell them Big T sent you. Joanne will know what that means. Maybe not anyone else, but tell them Big T sent you. And then you can smile, knowing that you've done the right thing. We are here with you over the preseason to bring you some smiles. Each week, we feature an article from Footy Smiles and an old one from Big League. If you want to get involved in deciding which articles we feature or comment on which ones uh, we've done, just generally let us know how great we are. Hit us up on the socials, anyone you want, and then also drop us a rating wherever you're listening to this. And all your support is turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, brah! Footy Smiles is the happiest social media account in the world of rugby league. It waves the positive flag high on Facey, Insta and Twitter and was created and curated by a man so lovely he could be a bow tie. Jamie underscore 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 B. This week we are looking at the New Zealand Warriors and this was posted on the 17th of June 2020. When the strict COVID protocols were in place, there was a clause that said you could go out for a walk if you had a dog. Several Warriors players rang up the Central Coast Animal Care Facility to see if they had any dogs that they could take for a walk. They got to get out of their apartments and the dogs would get out of their cages and get active. It was a win-win. The NRL has since, at the time, relaxed the protocols, uh, and so had the New South Wales government, but the likes of Cody Nicarima, Jazz Tavanga, Josh Khan, Carl Lawton, Wade Egan, Isaiah Papali, Angus Parsi, King, oh, Vinu Wawa, I'm so sorry, King, and Lavia Pulu were still keen to proceed with the arrangement. 
the Warriors are now using this as an opportunity to help find their dogs a home. They're posting all of their little profiles on their Instagram accounts, trying to find them new owners. The post says anyone in the area looking to contact the Central Coast Animal Care Facility can get around this phone number. There's also a Facebook page. And that was from NRL.com. Obviously, uh, Jamie, the beautiful bow tie, featured it on Footy Smiles. But he found that one on the NRL.com. So it's great to see that the NRL.com is getting around positive stories like this. It's not just Jamie um, with his left-hand man, Big T, trying hard to get those positive stories out. There are other avenues. It's great to see. What a cute story to start us off. I know it was one of Jamie Bowtie's The Green Machine Dad's favorite stories of the year. It's so cute. Having a dog story, football together. Oh! Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Now for the articles from the NRL official mag, Big League. Articles from the uh, dusty archive of print media were graciously donated by a man so generous he once gave the shirt off his back because his shorts needed it. Ma underscore Aaron, you beautiful human. All of these stories are coming from him and uh, we are ready to go this week. We are reading from August 2012. It has your boy Benji Marshall on the front. The title of that mag, that, that uh, issue would be The Benji Show, The Hottest Ticket in Town. And it was written by friend of the show, Mar- uh, Maria Zales. They may only be clinging to a position in the top eight, but the West Tigers still hold their fearsome aura, according to Bulldogs winger Sam Perrett, who is dreading this week's matchup with Benji Marshall's brigade. Canary Bankstown are searching for their 12th win in a row against their West Sydney rivals rivals this Friday night, but not even the confidence gained from that streak has them thinking they'll easily overcome the Tigers. They, the Tigers, have always been one of the most dreaded sides to play against because the variation they have in their play and some of the stuff Benji, Marshall pictured, comes up with, Parrot told Big League. You never really know what they're going to throw at you. Preparation has to be an all-time high. The Bulldogs have been beaten almost every have beaten almost every team in the competition at least once, but they insist that there is no slacking off. We're very confident in what we can do, and the more wins that we're getting lately helps that, Parrot said. But we don't want to take anyone for granted. Every game in the NRL is a tough one. The Tigers put a much-needed buffer between themselves and their nearest rivals, the Knights, in ninth position with a gritty win against the Dragons last week. But they face an uphill battle to end the season with games against the first-place Bulldogs and second-place Storm, along with the Roosters. Newly appointed 5'8", Liam Fulton (laughs) believes there are positives to take out of the best teams leading into September. To play in the finals, you need to beat the best, Fulton said. If you don't beat the best, then you're not going to go anywhere. If we don't win this week, we're going to have to take a long, hard look at ourselves. Beating a team that's coming first... You can't get better than that at this time of the season. The Bulldogs are the benchmark, and if we beat them, we're well on our way to consolidating our spot in the top eight. The Tigers aren't getting ahead of themselves, however, with the main focus of the next three weeks simply being ensuring that the top eight comes fi- they're in the top eight come final time. I think everyone knows we sit where we sit on the ladder, and everyone reads the papers and knows exactly what's going on, Fulton said. We haven't consolidated our position in the top eight. There's still plenty of work to do. The Bulldogs are going to be the big test for us. We've had two wins in a row, and any win will get 
any win we'll get is and any win we get is going to build our confidence. And then there's a beautiful picture of Benji Marshall holding the ball in one hand. Wow, five eight Liam Fulton. We've got the Knights and, and Tigers battling uh, to get into the eight. Bulldogs on top. What a time. Unsurprised to find the Roosters and Storm still um, battling for the very top of the table. They've been doing that obviously for over a decade. But I sincerely hope you enjoyed that quick uh, trip down memory lane. Now, on the socials, there'll, there'll be a bunch of other things. I'll put up that cover. Um, there was a team of the week in there for round 23 of, of 2012. Uh, there's a cute poster that we'll also put on the socials um, and a quiz that they had in that magazine. So keep your eyes peeled through the week for those things. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, reading about Benji Marshall the Tigers being so successful and consolidating the top eight and all the other weird things that were kind of happening around that time. Well, they appear weird now. Super normal eight years ago, but appeared weird now. I hope you enjoyed it. Well, if you're big, you got to play big. Well, that's all the words we have written for this week. This podcast cannot go forever long. Enjoy your pre-season for another week. And we will talk to you next time, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous. No, no, that looked, that sounded like the end. I know that was the end music thing, the end soundbite. But just before I wrap up the uh, first episode of the new season, our pre-season, I just want to give a big time shout out Um to blogfeed.com forward slash national underscore rugby underscore league underscore podcast because everyone's new best friend Andrew Agwaral emailed. He said, my name is Andrew Agwar and I'm the founder of Feedspot. I would like to personally congratulate you and your website, Sports BFFs Rugby League Social Club, which has been selected by our panelists as one of the top 55 national rugby league podcasts on the web. I personally give you a high five. I want to thank you for your contributions to the world, uh, to the world, to this world. This is the most important and comprehensive list um, of National Regular Podcasts on the internet, and I'm honoured to have you as part of it. Now, look, I, I read that and went, what's this all about? And, and lolled, hit the web link, assuming that I was going to get sent to some kind of fish spam stitcher. But it says the number one podcast in the world is the Daily Telegraph NRL podcast. I was like, okay, well, I don't know what that's about, but okay, good, good for you. Number two is NRO Boom Rookies. Well, I thought, oh, this list might be somewhat onto something. If Boom Rookies is out there at number two, this week in league's number three. Now, I probably would have switched those, but the fact that they've got Boom Rookies and Twill in the top three made me think, okay, this actually knows what it's talking about. Bloke in a bar, number four. Triple M rocks the footy NRL, number five. This does look reasonable. I mean, I'm sure it's bots that they've just put in something about frequency or whatever. The NRL podcast, number six. Tripod NRL betting podcast. No idea what that's about, but it's number seven. The Verdict by Triple M's number eight. And brrr, Sports Best Friends is number nine. Now, again, I must understand this is bots and whatnot. But come on, fam. Even Sweet and Sour is number 12. The one that KO does, get them on side, Sports Bet KO, is 11. Sports Best Friends beat them. Beat them all. At whatever crazy game this is, so... I don't know what that means, but I would like to thank at least uh, my new friend, An- Anuj Agwal. I'm so sorry, Anuj, I'm not trying to say that wrong, dude. For emailing me, just so I can look at that website and, and make me feel really nice for a moment or two. Um, so thank you, sir. I'll put, obviously, this web link in the show notes because everyone should go and have a cheeky smile at how Sportsbook Friends somehow got in the top 10 rugby league, social cl- uh, sorry, rugby league podcast 
on the wo- in the world. In the world. 